well, well. Shopping for a car? Yep. Carvana made financing a car as smooth as can be. Oh, yeah? I got pre-qualified instantly and had real terms personalized just for me. Hmm. Doesn't get much smoother than that. Well, I got to browse thousands of car options on Carvana, all within my budget. Doesn't get much smoother than that. It does. I actually wanted a car that seemed out of my range, but I was able to add a cosigner and found my dream car. It doesn't get much... Oh, it gets smoother. It's getting delivered tomorrow. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. The following podcast is a Green Fresh Media production. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny or Alana, and today's episode, we have Brianne Helfrich joining on the pod. She is the founder and CEO of Helfrich Collective. Helfrich Collective, I'm absolutely obsessed with all their sweatshirts and sweatpants. I actually just ordered a new set from them, but I swear whenever I'm wearing their hoodies on my Instagram, I'm always asked, where's your hoodie from? And it's Helfrich. Uh, She is a Canadian gal. She's from Alberta. She studied at University of Arizona. Um, Now she's in Philly and she is planning to go into med school, but on the side, she is a fashion creator, a fashion designer, a CEO, an entrepreneur. She's awesome. She's a mental health advocate. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy the episode. There's so many key takeaways. And it was such a pleasure having Brienne on the podcast. If you like this episode, I also have a podcast episode with Brienne on her podcast, Welcome to the Collective. So definitely go and check that out. I think it's a great episode, a little biased, but I think it's a great episode. Also, I had the realization, like I know the whole thing behind Morning Ray is like you listen to it in the morning, whatever, but like you aren't, you don't all listen to it in the morning. So when I say good morning, morning, it's not always morning for all of you, um, which is totally cool. But I just, I just had that realization Um that it's not always morning. Random thought of this Friday morning. It's currently October 29th at 9.31 a.m. And we are ready for Halloween weekend. I'm going out tonight. I'm going out tomorrow. I haven't gone out this much um, in a hot sec. So this is going to be fun. I'm planning on being Olive from Easy A tonight. So I'm wearing this black corset top. I'm doing leather pants because I don't have black tight jeans anymore. Um, And then I still need to go to the dollar store and get red felts to make an A. Um, Super excited for that. And then tomorrow night, I think I'm being a bed bug or I might just be like Elena Gilbert slash Catherine from Vampire Diaries and do like a dark makeup look and kind of just be a vampire. Kind of of sim for that. Sim is – an acronym, a slang term that I use a lot. It's S-I-M. It means so in the mood or it can be NIM and I am not in the mood. Um, I think it's like 
a high school, like my high school's like slang. Um, still in the habit of using that five years out. Holy shit, five years out. Um, just taking a sip of my Kisara Spice Latte from Pilot Coffee. So good. I'm actually working with them over on Instagram. If you download the Pilot Roasters app from the App Store, if you're based in Toronto, starting November 1st, you'll get 100 points, which is equivalent to a free drink. So why not take advantage of downloading the app and getting a free drink? Um, I love their coffee. I've taken so many friends there. They love their coffee. I love Pilot. Um, Totally awesome. But back to the episode, let's get into our weekly intention. My weekly intention is to be more mindful and to be more present in the moment. I feel like I've been experiencing a lot of underlying anxiety um, from hidden triggers. I I spoke a lot about it with my therapist this past week, Um, but I just want to be more mindful in so many different avenues of my life. I want to be more mindful when I'm completing a task. I want to be more mindful when I'm eating. I want to be more mindful when I'm with friends and just like be present in the moment and to really focus on the now opposed to thinking about the past or the future. I feel like a lot of anxious thoughts stem from thinking of should ofs and what ifs and it's not like healthy and I'm trying to really break that um, mind thought pattern. So I really want to encourage myself to be more mindful um, and present in the moment. And that leads me into the tip of the week. And this goes along with something that I've been doing for work and school. But I used to keep a million one tabs open on my computer. And then I would multitask like too much. And I jump back and forth between the different tabs and windows and everything. But now what I try to do is I only keep the tabs open on the things that I'm currently working on. That way I'm kind of forcing myself to be fully focused on the task that I'm doing at hand. And it helps my mind not jump to want to start the next task when I haven't even finished the other one. I feel like I'm really great at starting tasks, but it can take me a while to actually finish them sometimes because my mind keeps jumping from thought to thought to task to task. So to keep my mind clear and my space clear, I try to keep only the things that I need in that given moment for the task that I'm working on open on my desktop. And I find it makes it a lot easier for me to do my work. It makes it a lot more efficient, a lot more productive. And those are things that we love. And that goes in hand in hand with being more mindful. Um, then my current faves. My current faves, definitely trying out fall seasonal drinks from local coffee shops. The Kassara Spice Latte from Pilot Coffee Roasters is definitely one of them. Um, I also tried the praline chestnut praline latte from Forget Me Not, which is a cafe that Sean Mendez actually goes to when he's in Toronto. It was really yummy. Um, they sweeten it with honey, I believe. That's what I saw him do. But it's been a lot of fun. I think I also had like a cinnamon latte situation made with almond milk. All of them always made with almond milk um, from Cafe 23 on Queen Street in Toronto. It's just fun trying out all these seasonal drinks. And you know what? It's so thrilling because before I used to have to get them a quarter sweet or half sweet or I'd be scared of them because of like these thoughts with like diet culture and everything and like my poor relationship with food that used to exist. 
definitely don't think my relationship with food is perfect as like I spoke about on last week's episode about body image. I'm definitely going through a bit of a low right now, but trying out these fun drinks is so much fun and I highly recommend and they're delicious and I don't know. There's just something so therapeutic about going on a walk early in the morning. Um, also really love doing that. That's the next wave. I'll get into that in a hot sec. But going on a walk, grabbing a seasonal Bev and just doing some self-therapy. Like do what you got to do so you can be mentally ready and feel mentally good and clear and ready to show up as your highest self. Second favorite, early morning walks. Some mornings I'm not working out in the morning. I go on an early morning walk around like 7 a.m. and it's still dark out, but then like by the time I'm done my walk, like the sun is coming out and it's just so peaceful and calming and it's so quiet out and I love being in the city when no one else is really up and out it, out and at it, up and at it. I don't know. I don't know what the the, the phrase is. Um but I really like the calmness and the serenity in the morning. So early morning walks, we love it. And my third and final favorite is my Ritzia Super Puff Vest. I've had it since, I want to say last fall, maybe the spring. I can't remember when I got it, but I love it. I love wearing it with a hoodie, specifically my Healthrich Collective hoodies, um, my Ritzia Mega hoodies. And it's just like perfect. It's the perfect for the fall when it's kind of cold, but not too cold. It's super warm. It's cute. She's sleek. I have the matte black. I wear an extra small on it, I believe. My jacket is a double extra small because they run quite big. Um, I took the hood off of it, but I absolutely love it. I love the Super Puff vest from Aritzia. I love anything Super Puff. I really want the shorty. I also really like the Cloud Duvet like long jacket. So nice. If Aritzia, like, I would I would buy everything at Aritzia if I could. Like, if it wasn't super expensive and if money wasn't a thing, like, I'd just get it all. But I'm going to bring Brienne onto the podcast. I hope you enjoy this episode. And let's bring Brienne on to Morning Ray. I'm so excited to have you here. I was on Welcome to the Collective, so definitely go check out that episode. So we're doing, like, a little pod swap, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. Mm-hmm. Um. But for those who don't know you, who are you, where are you from, and what is your zodiac sign? Okay, so hi, I'm Brianne Helfrich. I am 24 years old. I'm from Edmonton, Alberta, but I currently go to school in Pittsburgh. I'm in a master's PhD program for healthcare ethics, and then I plan to go to medical school after. Um, I own a clothing brand that I started during the pandemic called Helfrich Collective. I also have a podcast, Welcome to the Collective, and my zodiac sign is I'm an Aries. That's why we vibe. That is Mm -hmm. is why, because I'm a Leo. I feel like I'm an Aries to a T. (laughs) Yes. I definitely get all the Aries energy from you. I find I'm constantly (laughs) um, finding myself in contact with Aries, and Mm -hmm. I'm finding a lot of my female Aries friends are very, like, entrepreneurial, like, Mm-hmm. go-getters like mm-hmm. they share like I share those character traits with them which I yeah. think is kind of cool like obviously zodiac signs are not everything and anything but I really do think people who are born like at certain times share similar character traits same and like even when we first met I was like oh I love her 
I was like, we vibe so well. I'm like, it's literally, we're like the same person. I love it. Yes. So you mentioned how you're Canadian, but you go to the school in the States. I -hmm. did a little creeping on LinkedIn and everything. And like you went to University of Arizona and all that. What led you to want to go to school in the States over like a Canadian university? So I actually went to U of Alberta for two years um, when I finished high school. And I did not have a good time in high school. My friend group was really, really mean. And I just did not have a good connotation with Edmonton. I didn't like it here. Um, And my mental health kind of just got really, really bad. And so my mom actually was like, we need to get you out of here. Like, we need to get you out of Edmonton. So one of my friends at the time went to U of Arizona and I went to go visit her and I was like, this place is so cool. It's sunny. It's warm. Everyone Mm -hmm. like is really like, it's just a very different atmosphere, like an American university. Mm -hmm. Um, So I applied and I got in and I just literally like decided to go. I was dating a boy at the time and I was like, just so you know, in three weeks I'm packing up and I'm moving. And he was (laughs) like, okay, he was like, okay, fine. Like I literally just got in and like three weeks later I was like time to leave and I didn't Mm -hmm. really tell anyone I just went and yeah it was so amazing and I loved every minute of it but wow yeah yeah my poor boyfriend at the time I was like see ya (laughs) I feel like that's something I would do like Mm like no man stopping me from doing whatever the no. heck I want like I'm no. I'm if I'm set on something like I'm doing it even when I transferred to Ryerson obviously not as big as a change like I was mm-hmm. went from school in like Waterloo which is what like an hour and a half maybe like not even away from Toronto um and started going to Ryerson which is in Toronto and like I didn't really tell anyone I kind of just started going there and I remember the first week of school I ran into a guy from my high school that had also transferred to mm-hmm. Ryerson but from Western and we both didn't really tell anyone and we like ran into each other like what the <laughs> heck are you doing here like why yeah. are you in this building yeah um, but honestly like so much happier and I feel I also transferred after a second year mm-hmm. I feel like there's such like this negative connotation like over transferring schools or yeah like that you have to finish what you started and yes I'm 100% like someone that like once I decide I want to do something I I, I finish it like I go to mm-hmm. the end clearly with all my platforms like I don't yeah. give up quite easily yeah but I think like there's a stigma around transferring and a lot of people would just like let like their negative like state of mental health like just like stay they wouldn't mm-hmm. really do anything to change that um what would you say was like the moment you realized you're like I can't be here anymore like I really do need a change and was it like ever scary? Were you ever like, what the fuck am I doing? Like going to Arizona? Like it's not even like you were like coming home and going to school at home. Like you totally Mm -hmm. like switched countries. Um, I don't know if there was ever like a point that I was like, okay, I literally need to leave tomorrow. Like this is so bad, but it's just when you're kind of in a toxic environment, it like takes Mm. its toll on you every day. Like I was scared to tell my friends about like a modeling thing that I got or like a school thing that I got because I was nervous about what their reaction would be. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is not healthy. And I was like, all my friendships were so superficial. Like if it wasn't for my family, I probably would have left way earlier. Um, 
but yeah, no, I was, I was so fucking terrified. I was literally like shaking going, especially because the one person I knew that went there, she left when I first got there. So I actually knew no one. Um, Mm. and it's, yeah, it's very scary, but I like kept telling myself if I go and I hate it, I'll just come home. If I go Mm. and I try it and it's like the worst thing ever, I'll just come back home. Like, it's okay. I just have to go and see. And then Obviously, I went and I like made friends and it was like a really good experience. But the first like three months, I would call my mom every day, bawling my eyes out and be like, you have to bring me home. Like, you have to bring me home. I have no friends. I don't like it here. And she was like, you have to like, just wait one semester, like just give it a semester and like, you'll be okay. Um, But yeah, no, I was so fucking scared. Like, it's so scary <laughs> to do that. But like, it's the best thing. And I honestly feel like you can't grow if you don't step outside your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. So that was like mm-hmm. going from zero to a hundred. I was like, we're just going to throw myself into it. But yeah, it was so good. I loved every minute of it. Oh, I'm so glad. So mm-hmm. I get asked a lot, how do you make friends as an adult? And I feel like oh you're God, probably yeah. the perfect person to ask because you were literally thrown into a completely different environment. For me, mm-hmm. I was still in Toronto. So I still had like physical access to some of my good friends that I decided to keep because I also struggled with a lot of superficial friendships, friendships that were super Mm -hmm. fake. Um, And it took me a while to find those authentic relationships. But I would love to hear any tips or things that you did to find people who you connected with and who really valued you while Mm -hmm. in a whole new environment. Um, so I literally have that exact same question, especially because I just moved to Pittsburgh too. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how the fuck do you make friends? I'm like, I don't understand. But when I went to Arizona, I was really lucky because I joined a sorority. And like, mm-hmm. if you know anything about Arizona, Greek life is huge. Like it is yes. like, yes. you have to be in Greek life to like meet people. So I was in a sorority and obviously you're with a whole bunch of girls. So that's kind of how I made like a lot of my friends. And now going to Pittsburgh, when you're in a master's program or like a PhD program, I'm really lucky because it's a really small program. So I know everyone in it. But outside of that, I'm like, I don't know how you make friends. But I think a big, a big way that you can honestly now is like social media. Mm-hmm. It's like a huge thing. Like I went for dinner last night. Um, I'm like back home in my hometown right now, but I went for dinner last night with these girls that like I met through Insta and like, they're so sweet. And I like absolutely love them already. And I'm like, it's just, it's kind of just like networking and like connecting with people like on social media is like a big way to make friends nowadays. I mean, that's a big way for people to date too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like that's kind of a thing just like slide into a girl's dms and be like hey you want to go for coffee (laughs) like I don't I don't know I'm like I'm still struggling with it like I don't know but I'm like I feel like that's probably a huge way to do it also just always like step outside your comfort zone and like I always just say if I go up to someone I talk to them and they're like you're actually so fucking weird why are you speaking to me like I never have to see them again so like it's fine yeah that's valid I've made Mm -hmm. so many friends through Instagram I would say majority of my close friends is through Instagram and whenever I'm explaining Mm -hmm. it to people they're like sorry what I'm like yes through the internet I made friends with someone um I've heard the best thing to do is like ask someone who looks approachable like say like you and I were like in a coffee Mm -hmm. shop like working and you 
obviously like you're kind of judging a book by its cover at this point but say like you think that you'd connect with that person ask them to do an activity that you like doing and generally like if they say yes they're most likely into like similar things that you like doing and live a similar lifestyle and like way of life um this girl Tori who I became friends with we were at an event together she was the PR agency putting on the event I was a guest and I really liked her outfit and I found like her Instagram and I messaged her I was like I loved what Mm -hmm. you were wearing the other night and then she asked me to do a workout class at Sweat and Tonic and now we go and do workout classes together and we kind of talk and and now I have like a workout friend and that was kind Mm -hmm. of like one of my first Toronto friends um and then this other girl um messaged me on Instagram and was like I think we live like near each other just based on your TikToks and it looks very similar to my building we might even Mm -hmm. be in the same building told me a bit about herself and now we're friends so it's really crazy how Instagram can allow you to make friends and the worst thing that can happen is they say no they don't answer Mm -hmm. um or you don't vibe with the person I think we need to really normalize going on friendship dates like I agree the same way you date guys or girls or whatever Mm -hmm. you're into like go out with like a girl and like have like a good time like make those friendship dates like I think that really has to be normalized in adulthood and that's how you like start a friendship I totally agree especially like even now being like an adult I guess like an adult not really kind of (laughs) but like you really value like I'd rather have like three really good close friends than like 17 Mm -hmm. that like I don't know so like yeah like going on those like friendship dates and getting to know them like that's such a good it sounds bad but like it's a good way to like weed them out like if there's something that you're like oh I don't know if that's like a good trait to have in a friend weed them out and just like try and meet new people yeah, and all it takes is one friend. Like if you say say you and I were in the same city and we went on a friendship date and we really vibed, then mm-hmm. I'm most likely going to invite you out with like my friends and then you exactly. get introduced to my circle of friends. And if you're vibing with me, you're probably going to vibe with my friends too. So then you have like what, like four new like acquaintances in the city and maybe mm-hmm. one or two of them will also become a really good friend of yours. So yeah. it's pretty crazy. And the same thing works with dating. Like you could then like meet totally. like a special someone through that. So that's literally how I met my boyfriend and everyone's like what really I'm like yes but we're so good so it's fine (laughs) tell me a little bit about your boyfriend is he living in Edmonton where does he live how did you Mm -hmm. meet exactly when did you meet how long have you been dating for share what you're comfortable (laughs) all of it oh I'll share everything (laughs) Dean if you're listening I'm so sorry um yeah so we met on tinder which is like wild. And everyone's like, oh my God, seriously. And I'm like, but we're in a pandemic. Like how else do you want me to meet someone? Um, And it's like, it's wild. So I already decided I was moving to Pittsburgh at this point. And I was actually already talking to boys from Pittsburgh. Like I was like, I don't want to do long distance. I'm never doing it again. My ex-boyfriend and I did three years of long distance when I went to Arizona. So I was like, I'm done. I've had enough. Mm-hmm. and then something like I don't even know and then he like sent me a message like Dean sent me a message whole thing and we like went on one date and I was like oh fuck I was like fuck we're gonna have to do long distance again like here we go again <laughs> but um yeah so he's from Edmonton so we do long distance I actually so I came home this weekend because I was gonna surprise him for his birthday but I planned it a month ago and I'm not really good at surprises so I had it 
it was a secret for two days and then I said okay do you want to hear something like by the way I'm coming home for your birthday like I'm so sorry I have to tell you um because I couldn't like a month is too long for me to keep it a secret that's so long I don't know if I could do that so long it's so long and like I even like called his mom like before and I was like I'm coming home don't tell anyone like secret all this stuff and then the next day I was like yeah he knows I'm so sorry like I had to tell him (laughs) but yeah yeah that's about it okay so you mentioned that you're studying like in the science health field but you started a fashion company what led you to want to like start health rich collective and like go in that direction when you're like so in the depths of like health and Mm -hmm. science in terms of your education yeah so I'm a very big STEM major like everything I do is like medicine my family is like in medicine whole situation um so I don't I don't even know like I grew up modeling I like modeled in New York that kind of thing so I love fashion I've always loved it I mean I wear sweats and a hoodie every day so that was kind of just a given but it was basically like in the prime of the pandemic, I like just went through a breakup. I didn't get into med schools. I got rejected from them. We were at home. And then a big thing was also like all my friends are from America and America had very different COVID restrictions at the time. So they Mm -hmm. were flying everywhere, hanging out with each other. They went back to school for graduation stuff. Like they did all this stuff. And I was sitting at home like I can't go because the border's closed. Like I'm literally Mm -hmm. sitting at home in a hometown that I like am scared to go places because I'm scared to see people from like high school or whatever and so I was just really depressed and like really just like my mental health was not good at all and I literally it sounds so weird like I saw on insta that this one person from my hometown made a hoodie and I was like I literally went to my mom and I was like I feel like I can do this like I was like I don't know why I just feel like I need something to do and something to like pull myself out and I was like I like hoodies. Like, why don't I make one? So I literally just jumped in. Like, I know nothing about business. I didn't know about like how to make one. I didn't know any of this. I just had to research it. And yeah, HC kind of just started literally out of nowhere. Everyone always asked me, they're like, what did you do? How did you find people? How did you do all this stuff? And I'm like, I honestly don't know. It was just like, I blacked out for like two months and just like (laughs) researched and did it. Like, I have no idea. And I still don't know what I'm doing. Like, I still don't know business or marketing or like any of that. But it's just something that I love doing and something I'm passionate about. So it's just kind of working out and I'm just like going with it. But yeah. Honestly, I feel like that's how all great businesses Mm -hmm. start. Most of the time, the founder of a company doesn't have a business background. It wasn't really intentional in it becoming like a full thrown business. It Mm -hmm. comes out of like a passion or a need that they have in their life that has to be fulfilled um, and then they want to share it with others because they're passionate about it. What is it like being your own boss at 24 years old while also in school? Like that's pretty crazy. I mean like Mm -hmm. I'm kind of like my own boss but it's more like freelance work. I'm not here running a freaking company, um, (laughs) manufacturing clothes, Mm -hmm. coming up with designs, distributing it, doing the marketing. So what is it like being your own boss and having all those responsibilities, but also trying to find balance between Mm -hmm. school, work, your long distance relationship, friends. Mm -hmm. Um, If you ask 
anyone in my family members, they'll tell you I don't have balance. Um, <laughs> I, I need to like start and I'm like starting to do it, but also like being your own boss, like you never stop working. Like, you know that, yes. like you yes. literally <laughs> never stop. Like I'll be in class, like emailing, like one of my employees and I'll be like, so what are we going to do on the Insta and all this stuff? Because I just, I can't ever stop thinking about it. Like that's all I think about. But it's also like really fun. And it's also taught me a lot. Like I learned a lot of like leadership skills with it. Mm -hmm. And like, I really have to push myself outside my comfort zone a lot with it, which is like really good because I'm such an introvert naturally. So having to like go on like meetings and like conference calls and like all this stuff is like so scary to me, but it's like really (laughs) making me a better person. Um, but yeah, like I'll literally be up at like four in the morning and like emailing manufacturers and all this stuff. And like my parents, I'll like text my mom at the same time because I always have to get my mom's input with everything <laughs> just because I'm like nervous. And she'll be like, why the fuck are you up at four in the morning? Like, why are you doing this right now? And I'm like, because I need to get this done by 410 so that this can be sent out by 415 so that this can do this. And she's like, <laughs> you're actually insane. But um, yeah, it's wild I never thought it was gonna happen um everyone all the time they're like are is this like what you're gonna do is your career and I'm like I have no idea like I guess if it kind of takes off we'll see but like being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches any meal honestly can get you into a rut especially with a busy schedule this fall You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. I also still want to be a doctor, so like, I just, in my head right now, I might be naive. I'm like, I'm just going to do both. I'm just going to do both for the rest of my life and we'll just figure it out. But Somehow make it work. (laughs) Exactly. I'll just, I'll figure it out. But yeah, it's so crazy. I love every minute of it though. I have like one of my best friends now like works for HC and like I, she became my best friend because she started working for HC. So it's like kind of fun because 
she's my age and we kind of do everything together like designs and all that and like that's the fun part with all of it um but yeah it's crazy I never thought I'd be doing this (laughs) well that's amazing I feel like life is always more exciting when it's not super super planned out obviously it's great to plan but the most the the most fun and memorable things come from spontaneity spontaneity I don't even know how to say that word spontaneity yeah <laughs> spontaneity. <laughs> clearly English is not my strong suit um although I like to correct everyone on their grammar and their spelling mm-hmm. when I'm texting them that is that's me. literally me that friend. literally me <laughs> it's the OCD I can't do it I know that's literally me too <laughs> I'd love to hear more about the process of coming up with like the drops of different collections um, mm-hmm. within HC because I find that so interesting because a fun fact about me is mm-hmm. I really wanted to initially go into fashion design. I saw myself oh as my being God. a fashion designer. I used to have um, these little like sketch pads that I got from mm-hmm. Mastermind um, that I would draw like fashion designs on and I went to fashion camp and I I was really set oh on doing fashion um yeah. so I'd love to hear more about your process everything from like inspiration to coming up with the de- design to having like the outlines of like how the hoodie is going to be manufactured getting it made mm-hmm. samples all that stuff okay so to start off um Sarah who's my graphic designer and I we literally will like go on Pinterest, kind of get some inspo. Like that's kind of where we get it from. And then obviously Mm -hmm. we have to like tweak it to make it our own. Um, So we'll start with that. And then basically it's just her and I going back and forth on different colors, different ideas. Then we have to decide like, do we want just one hoodie? Do we want one hoodie, two colors? Do we want a full sweatsuit? Do we want a t-shirt? Like whatever it is, we have to just figure that out. And then... Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then we just like kind of come up with the design. It normally takes like that. We have a new collection coming out, like probably end of next month. And if you were to see, like, we have pictures of like when we first started designing it versus like what the samples look like, completely different. Like, nothing is the same. The first one's really ugly. It like was so (laughs) bad. Like, it just, it's a completely different thing. And I'm sure we'll post them just so that people can see like how we went from one end to the other. But it's basically just a lot of collaboration and we just like go through and that kind of thing. And then once we have our design and our mock-ups, I send them to the manufacturers. Um, I designed, like I literally measured out every single hoodie and I will be like, I want it four inches from the side. I want the logo to be 17 inches wide. I want it to be three inches from the top. Like I will take a measuring tape and like measure everything. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be like, I want the sleeves to be 24 and a half inches long. I want the cuff to be this like wide. Like I will send them every single detail and I'm psycho. I'll send like an email because it's the easiest way to do it. And I'll like bold stuff. I'll be like, please see Jake 0.74397 below. Like I will literally put oh my like, God, the title that would of every be me. picture. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like insane. And I'll be, and then I'll be like, please reply and confirm that you understand everything I'm saying. And they're like, yeah, we got it. You're fine. Um, so then we will get the samples made, and then once we get the samples, we look at them, we see if we like them, that kind of thing. 
Um, and then if we do, we'll like do a bulk order and place that and then do a photo shoot, that whole situation. If we don't like them, then we'll have to like kind of start over and get new samples made. Um, there's been a few times that we've gotten like a lot of samples made. Like we literally were like, these are all so fucking ugly. Like what are we doing wrong? So we got so <laughs> many samples made. Um, and then we do a photo shoot and that's a fun part. And I always like find people on Insta or wherever. So I'm going to try and find people in Pittsburgh for this next one. And then also like before we launch, I have to look up different charities that we want to donate to. So it kind of depends on each collection, like kind of what's going on in the world, where we are in the season, that whole thing. So like the next one mm-hmm. will probably be more like around Christmas time. So like Santa's Anonymous is a charity in Edmonton that like gives presents to families that can't afford them. So like we look at different charities and we try mm-hmm. and figure out like which ones I want. And then, yeah. And then we literally just post it and like have it start launching and yeah, it normally takes like four months ish, four to five months for like each collection to kind of like start to finish. So it's mm-hmm. a long process. And then I always get nervous. Like when we start it, like at the end, are we still going to like it by the time that like time comes around? But yeah, it's like really, it's really fun. Like it's really fun to design and really fun to like go through everything. Obviously, the photo shoot's my favorite part. It's, like, so fun to be, like, creative director and be, like, Mm -hmm. I think we need a close-up of this. We need a back shot of this. We need all this stuff. Um, But, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of it. I love that. I feel like you and I would, like, if I were to start that, I would very much be one in the same. Um, Mm -hmm. Wow. I love every single collection that HC comes out with. Thank you. Um, I'm currently, you guys can't see because it's just audio, (laughs) but I'm currently in one of the hoodies as I always am. I swear I always get asked on Instagram what hoodie I'm wearing, where it's from when I'm wearing one of your pieces. So I think that speaks a million words. Um, clearly the people, they, they like the designs, they like the fit, they like the aesthetic. Um, what led you, you. you're welcome. What led you to want to tie each collection to a charity and to donate some money to these charities? Um, I'd love to hear more about that. Mm -hmm. So it kind of just started because of the first one. So the first collection that we made was called the Trust in It Collection, basically because my mental health was like so shit, like it was not okay. Um, And I just told myself all the time, like, you just have to trust in it, like, whether that's like your faith or like yourself or the life or if you're in sorority recruitment, like trust the process is what they always say. Mm -hmm. Um, But so I just had to tell myself that like life was working for me and not against me in those moments. So because the whole collection was based around my mental health, and that's the whole reason HC started. I was like, I need to donate and give back to organizations that like help people that are going through this. So that's kind of how it started. The first collection we donated to mental health. And then on top of that, it was my mom's idea to also donate a hoodie for every 10 sold to like some sort of shelter in my hometown. So I donated to a shelter that's for women and children fleeing from domestic abuse. Um, And it was like really good because I got to sit down with them and like actually learn a lot about them. And like, Mm -hmm. it's really, 
it's really nice for me too because I sit down with every charity and learn more about them and I become more cultured and I understand more about like what goes on actually in the world because I'm Mm -hmm. so sheltered like my hometown is like so insanely sheltered like I'm in like a small town like off of Edmonton technically so yeah it's just I that's kind of like why I started giving back to every charity and I just I like it's one of my favorite parts of HC and like one thing that I love the most about it but yeah I really love that I also donate a percentage of the profits from my merch to the Canadian Mental Health Association mm-hmm. um I feel like you and I are both very aligned on our mental health um mm-hmm. advocacy wow I really can't speak today <laughs> advocacy um I'd love to hear we, – we touched a little bit on it, but your journey with mental health, um, do you seek therapy? Mm-hmm. Um, what are your ways in which you practice on a daily basis to ensure that your mental health is staying healthy, um, that mm-hmm. you're making sure that you're doing okay, that you're being aware of your emotions, your thoughts, your feelings? Are there any practices you – and precautions or anything that you do on a daily basis that you could maybe share with someone who might not know where to start? Mm -hmm. So yeah, I am a huge advocate for therapy. I think therapy is the best thing ever. I think actually every single person should be in therapy. Like even if you Mm -hmm. don't think you have anything to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's so, it's so amazing. And I mean, one thing that I think people don't talk about is like when you first start therapy, like it's so fucking hard. So like when I first Mm -hmm. started therapy, I feel like I got more depressed because you start to become very aware of like your thoughts and you become very aware of like the underlying issues with everything. And then Mm -hmm. it's learning how to cope with that and learning to work through it that then you see like the benefits of therapy. So if you're starting therapy and you're like, this actually sucks. I hate everything about it. Like it will get better. The beginning is always the toughest mm-hmm. part. Um, But yeah, so like just on a day-to-day basis, I mean, one thing that I do that really helps my mental health is I work out first thing in the morning. Um, I, I'm naturally just a very anxious person. So waking up in the morning, I'm already like filled with anxiety. So I literally, mm-hmm. between the time I wake up and the time I get to the <laughs> gym, it's like 10 minutes. Like I will wake up, sprint out of bed, literally get changed and go straight to the gym. Like I won't even think about anything because if I were to just sit in my bed, like I would just start to like spiral out of control. Mm -hmm. So I just go straight to the gym. I start working out. And then by the time that's done, like I already have a clear head and I just feel a lot better. I also, a big thing for my mental health is I talk it out a lot. So I'll either call like my mom or my boyfriend or whoever. And I will like literally be like don't say anything just let me like talk this out like let me just like work myself through it um that's a huge thing for me I also I kind of I've kind of falling off of it but like I used to journal a lot Mm -hmm. even just like a brain dump like literally just like write everything it doesn't have to make sense you just get all your thoughts on the paper because I feel like when they're on paper I can look at it more like objectively and kind of work through everything Whereas if it's in my head, I'm like, I am so overwhelmed. I don't understand what's going on. So those are kind of like really big things. Also, like, I find that the food I eat impacts my mental health a lot. Like, if I'm eating like fruits and veggies and all this stuff, like I normally have less anxiety. Maybe that's just me. Um, So I try to do that. But like, also, like, I'm 
24, I'm going to like eat 17 donuts yes. in a sitting. Like <laughs> I came home, I come home and the only thing I ever want is Timbits. I don't know why. No one in my family even likes Timbits. And I'm like, I am obsessed with them. So I will sit and eat like a 50 pack of Timbits. But um, those are kind of like really big things for me, like definitely working out or like some sort of movement. It doesn't even mm-hmm. have to be like hard, like even going to yoga or something. Yeah. Um, I really want to get into meditation. A lot of people told me I should meditate because I'm so high strung and like anxious all the time. It might but, like zen you out a little. Mm-hmm. I just, I like can't sit there. I don't know. I like, I have to, I mean, I have to start and like, even just for like 30 seconds or something and just try it. But yeah, I heard that meditation's really good. I heard that's a really good one. But definitely just talking it out helps a lot and kind of working myself through it. And also understanding where everything's coming from. Like if I have anxiety, I will take a minute and be like, okay, why am I anxious? Like why? Because I'm not just going to be anxious for like literally no reason. There has to be some underlying cause. And I'll be like, oh, I'm anxious because I have a school project due tomorrow and I have this due next week and I have this for HC or whatever. And then I'll be like, okay, we're just going to start with like one thing, like just get the project for tomorrow done. And then we'll deal with the next thing and then we'll deal with the next thing instead of looking at it all as like one giant issue. You Mm kind of like compartmentalize it and like do one step, like one step after each step kind of thing. Um. But yeah, those are kind of like what I do every day. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like that's very much similar to me. I find in talking out with someone how the thoughts that are going on in your head or writing Mm -hmm. it out in like a mind dump or as you called it, a brain dump, you're able to actually realize being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches, any meal, honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. And process the thoughts that are going on in your head. And you're able to hear like what is actually kind of like, not that your thoughts are stupid, but to realize like, Mm-hmm. And just connect yourself from those anxious thoughts because yeah, your anxious thoughts can lead you to think things that you don't actually believe about yourself yeah. or about the situations. So when you're verbalizing it, you're able to actually hear back what you're saying, which is also why therapy is so amazing because mm-hmm. you have to talk out what's going on currently and break mm-hmm. it down. Um, therapy is like amazing. 100% recommend it. If you're listening to this and you're on the fence about therapy – 
just look into it. Do your it. first therapist may not be your your therapist. Again, like mm-hmm. friendships, like um, relationships, like you have to date around a little bit sometimes. Um, so true. But it is hard at first, but it gets easier. And it's hard at first because you're unraveling. It's kind of like you're opening up Pandora's mm-hmm. box. You're unraveling mm-hmm. all these feelings and these emotions and these anxieties and these tendencies that you've kept boxed up for years and now you're opening them up and you're kind of like investigating them and trying to figure out okay why do i feel like this when this happens why do why does this mm-hmm. like pattern keep reoccurring why does this pattern in dating and friendships keep recurring in my life um mm-hmm. therapy is awesome there's so many like great alternatives um that are more affordable like better help and talk space um mm-hmm. i know in ontario there's like free cognitive behavioral therapy which is the type of therapy I do um mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly how to access it I get ads for it all the time probably gonna get <laughs> ads again because my phone's gonna hear me because talking you're talking about it, about it. yeah <laughs> um but yeah I love therapy I love moving exercise walks journaling mm-hmm. talking to friends I'm also- I'm with you on that yeah also like schools if you're in school a lot of the time they have yes. um therapy options that are cheap or like free even mm-hmm. so that's definitely something you can look into and yeah also like if if I'm having like an anxiety attack I always have to kind of like sit with it for a minute because I mean there's so many times that I have an anxiety attack and an hour later I'm like oh like that was kind of dumb like why yeah. like why was I anxious like yeah no I finished my project like I'm good like now I'm fine so I kind of have to remind myself, like, in an hour, I'm going to be okay. Because mm-hmm. when you're in an anxiety attack, you think the world is ending and you, like, don't know if you'll ever get out of it. So just reminding myself, like, you'll be fine literally in half an hour. Like, you will be able to figure this out. And I always have to tell myself, like, you always get everything done. Like, you're never late on an assignment. Like, you're very you're very smart. You're confident. Like, just, like reaffirming stuff to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, really helps in those moments too. Yes, a hundred percent. And I know a few of my listeners are in high school. Talking to your high school guidance counselor, mm-hmm. I used to do that. It's free. It's great. They understand the school environment. They're able to talk to yeah. your teachers. They're able to give you accommodations. And there, there's nothing wrong in that. And there's no shame. And no one has to know. Like, I feel like there's this whole thing. It's like, oh, I'm going to look weak if I go to therapy. Actually, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to disagree with you on that. I think you you actually look a lot stronger that you're mm-hmm. going to therapy or you're asking for help because so many people won't because they're fearful of it. Totally so you're agree. strong by getting help and you're strong by working on yourself both mentally, mentally and physically and overall. I totally agree. When I – um was kind of in the thick of like my eating disorder a big thing was I would say to my therapist like I am so embarrassed that I have this like I am so embarrassed that I look at food and I panic and she was like but you're so strong that you've gone this far dealing with it and you're so strong that you're seeking help because a lot of people won't do that so the Mm -hmm. fact that you're even seeking help and you want to fix these underlying issues and you want to get healthy and you want to do all this stuff is like a huge huge step and it's so stigmatized and like I literally think that's so fucked like it's so stigmatized and I mean on my podcast Lenny and I were saying like we will literally tell people like I have therapy tomorrow at noon do not contact me like I can't go on a date I have therapy (laughs) I can't I can't hang out with you I have therapy like 
I literally will say this to people because I'm like, I want you to know, like, it's not a bad thing. Like, I literally think mm-hmm. every single person in the world should be in therapy. Like, I think it should be like mandatory. Like, yes. we all need to talk stuff out. Yes. Like, talk about therapy and counseling and taking care mm-hmm. of your mental health and caring about your mental health like you would like I'm going to workout class. Exactly. No one's going to question you going to workout class. So why are you questioning me going to therapy? Why are you questioning me like journaling or any of that thing? Any of those things like break the fucking stigma, like break it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. So everyone knows, I guess, okay, this is going to sound like really conceited. I'm the morning, I'm the queen (laughs) of morning routines. Yes. Yes, I would love to hear what your morning routine is because I feel like everyone's always asking about my morning routine. I want to know what your morning routine is. Maybe it's better suited for someone else. And I also just want to know what you're up to besides working out because we discussed the working out. But Mm -hmm. what does your morning look like during the week? Because I feel like weekends are different. So tell us your morning routine. um, (laughs) So my mornings are my favorite part of my day. Like I wake up so early that by like – by like 2 p.m. like I tell everyone like my day's done like I literally sometimes won't do homework past like 3 p.m. because I'm so brain dead so normally um I wake up at like 5 a.m. every day but that's only because I have <laughs> clinicals and because I have to go to the hospital and like do rounds and stuff okay so like you do not have to like people listening do not wake up at 5 a.m. I literally just she's a queen she, she's um, a mad woman <laughs> she's in school and has no other choice um but basically I do it because like I know I'm not going to work out when I get home from school so mm-hmm. I have to do it in the morning so I wake up do my workout as we said and then I'll like take a shower that whole thing and then pretty much so it like depends on the day normally I'll like literally pack my lunch and everything and I'll like go to the hospital and I'll do rounds and like do all my clinicals and then go to school and like have a full school day on the days where I don't have clinicals I still wake up like pretty early do a workout go home, shower. Um, Normally the mornings are like where I'll do my homework or like when I'll study because that's just when my brain's the most alert. Like I'll Mm. go get a coffee. I am obsessed with coffee. It's not healthy. Like my caffeine addiction is like (laughs) insane. When I was studying for the MCAT, I had like eight cups of coffee every day. Like my parents were like, this is not, (laughs) this is not okay. Like it's actually like my dad. (laughs) It's so unhealthy, but it's so good. I just like love it. Um, but I'll like make a cup of coffee because that's like one of the simple joys in my life and I love it. And then I'll literally sit and I'll like do homework or I'll study or I'll edit the podcast or like just kind of all the tasks that I have to do. I like to do it from like nine to like noon or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll make breakfast. So like I literally have been on an overnight oats kick and I'll eat overnight oats every single morning. I'm a really big creature of habit. So like if I find one thing that I like, I will eat it every single day and for like literally Mm -hmm. like seven months and I won't get tired of it. I'm like, I don't get it. And like my boyfriend can't do that. He has to like change stuff every day. And I'm like, that's so annoying. Like, I know exactly what I have to buy at the grocery store. I have everything planned out. Like, how do you change your food every day? Because I can't do it. Um, but yeah, and then I just, I'll, if I'm feeling really anxious, I'll journal. Um, I'll work on the podcast. I'll work on HC stuff. I like to put like all my meetings and stuff like typically in the morning. Um, and then, yeah. And then, like I said, by like, 
3 p.m. My day's done. I'll like either be at school and I'll come home. I'll have dinner and I'll like go to bed. But yeah, my mornings are kind of simple. They're where I am the most productive. So I try and cram mm-hmm. everything I can into the morning. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. It's like a very simple morning routine, but I love it. I love that for you. And Thanks. how do you manage your time? How do you plan? How do you schedule? Mm-hmm. What keeps you sane? What is your go-to? Um, yeah, so scheduling is very difficult. Um, the big thing is like my school schedule is typically the same every week. So like that's really nice because I know on Tuesdays, I have school from literally 6 a.m. till 6 p.m. Like, I know oh that <laughs> those 12 hours, like, I'm at school. I could never. <laughs> I know. It's actually, it's, like, rough. It's, like, a long day. Um, but so, like, I know my school schedule all the time. So, basically, I work everything else around it. So, mm-hmm. like we said with HC, I kind of never stop working. So, like, that, I don't necessarily schedule time in for it unless it's, like, an actual meeting or, like, mm-hmm setting up a launch or like something um, because I'll be at school and I'll be texting everyone about certain things or I'll send an email while I'm on lunch or like something like that. So I kind of just fit it in when I have to, because I know I have to do it. Um, A big thing is I use like, it's called time tree. It's like an app on your phone. It's a calendar app, but my boyfriend and I are both connected to it. So like I put something in, it shows up on his phone. (laughs) Yeah. But so we like have each other's schedules in. Um, So I use that to kind of like plan my days and stuff. But yeah, I kind of just like I know that if I have an assignment on a certain day, I know that like Friday, I'm gonna just sit and I'm just gonna do my homework. Like I have a homework set day. And then Mm -hmm. if someone asks me to hang out, I'm like, I'm I have to do this homework. Like I kind of prioritize things. Obviously, having a social life is super important, but at the same time, if I know I have a huge paper due or I know I have something that I have to get done, then I'll just ask them if we can do it the next week. Like, it's really not that big of a deal. And then Mm -hmm. a big thing that I've learned, like being older, is that I used to get such bad FOMO if I didn't go out and I didn't do stuff. I kind of had to learn, like, I have different priorities than I used to, Mm -hmm. and it sounds really shitty, but like, if I'm not there, it's not really going to make that big of a deal. Like I used to think like, Oh my God, everyone's going to be like, Oh my God, Brianne's not here. Why isn't she at this party? Why isn't she out with us? No, like everyone's kind of in their own world. People will like wean off and like go do their own things and like all this stuff. Like it really is not that bad if I'm not there. So if I have to stay home on a Friday night to do homework, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, a big thing, just like prioritizing stuff is like huge. Yeah, I don't know, especially because like with HC, I kind of just do it whenever I have to. Like I said, I'll wake up at four in the morning if I have to, and I'll just like send an email. Um, But yeah, that's kind of it. I feel like you and I are very similar in the scheduling thing and like when we Mm -hmm. fit in like the stuff for our own um, ventures and entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. stuff. I think I could speak for you, speak to you for hours, but we're going to start to wrap this up. I always like to ask my guests if no one, if they didn't listen to anything else in the podcast and they were to take away one thing from it, what is a piece of advice or a quote or a resource or anything that you want to leave the listeners with? Um, go to therapy. 
work on your <laughs> mental health. It's very, very important. I, I mean, a big thing, like in today's society, like it's such a big thing to work on your physical health because you can see it, your mental health, you can't always see it. Like it doesn't always show, um, but it's literally more important. Like, it's just so important. Seek help if you need to seek help. Um, yeah, therapy is the best thing ever. I love it. It's Me like too, my weekly, like, it's my favorite <laughs> thing. I, like, get excited every week. I'm like, oh, I have so much to tell my therapist. Like, it'll be so yes. great. But, yeah. And plug yourself out. Where can the listeners find you? Where can they buy your hoodies, your sweatpants, everything? Plug it all out. <laughs> Okay. Um, so my Insta is Brianne Halfridge and then also Halfridge Collective. Um, you can buy our hoodies and our sweats and our shorts and all that stuff on halfridgecollective.com. The podcast is Welcome to the Collective. And then TikTok is the same, just Halfridge Collective and Brianne Halfridge. But yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so oh my god, my Alexa just went off. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on Morning Ray. It was a pleasure having you on. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe as it really helps support the podcast. I love you guys so much, and we'll chat soon. Bye, guys. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.